The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com. And for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us. Let me just say to the... Uh, <clears throat> The video platform audience, uh, yeah, that, I started music a little long because it was like a seven minute and a half song, uh, and uh, I botched it right at the crescendo, right? <laughs> but uh, for those of you asking, that's Aaron Jeffrey. They were a father son duo back in the day, if you will, in the nineties of Christian music. The song is called "He Is." I'll have that up in the archive if you're interested in it. Boy, it's one of those things. You want to learn the books of the Bible? You want to learn what the summation of those books are? Sing that song a couple of times and you'll get it. Uh, for those of you who are interested in my singing, I did sing that at church one time. I really did. And because uh, it doesn't require a lot of singing. It's a lot of, you know, 
I don't know, whatever you call that. They're, they're talking, but it's got sort of a melody to it. Anyway, uh, if you want to check us out online, sonsoflibertyradio.com, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Right, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you see the face that's made for radio, uh, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. The left side of the page is Bradley's show from yesterday. Now, <clears throat> I got to tell you, every time Pastor Artur comes on the morning show or the afternoon show, it's just lit. I mean, he, this guy, <laughs> he's got it, man. He's got it. And uh, Bradley had him on yesterday. If you want to be encouraged, I mean, really encouraged by a man who puts his money where his mouth is, uh, listen to the show. You can listen to it up until three o'clock this afternoon, at which time Bradley will go live. Listen to that. You will be encouraged. This is a man who just spent almost two months in jail and listen to the passion and the boldness that he has. Who gives him that? Well, it isn't Muhammad. It isn't Buddha. It isn't his inner child or his inner self. It isn't his spirit guides who are doing it. It's the Lord Jesus. It's the spirit of God who gives him the ability to face the giants, as they were speaking about yesterday, in order to take them down. But it requires submission unto God. And so, yeah, I, I tell you, just listen to it. Trust me. You'll, you'll appreciate it. We're going to see if we can have Pastor Archer back on on the morning show as well. On the right side is where we're streaming live. Uh, the right video there, just click on that, blow it up on your device, and then click on the Rumble icon that will be in the bottom right. And join us in the chat over there. Love to see you guys. And good morning to everybody in the chat. Great to see you. Um, <clears throat> we also have right up under where we're streaming live where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Uh, be sure to do that. And then head over to Sons of Liberty Radio and sign up for that one. That one's once a week. Okay, and um, when you sign up for that, you'll get uh, the specials that we have each week, Bradley's article for the week, and also what's going on in the ministry, things that you may not even realize that we're doing. And uh, I think that's very important, especially for people who support us uh, financially to see, um, you know, what your money's accomplishing besides just being on the radio or just being on the Internet uh, to see what what, you know, you're funding here at the Sons of Liberty. And if you agree with that message that we have, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that, make a one-time donation, or become a monthly partner as a son or daughter of liberty. That is also there. Our store is available this week. We're highlighting the For the Children. You know, I've had a lot. It's kind of interesting. Uh, over the past week, the top articles that we have had at sonslibertymedia.com have to do with infanticide and abortion. You know, California, we had two there. We had one in Maryland. We had uh, another one somewhere else, and then now we're they're coming out with the evidence, not just, you know, Stanley Plotkin, the godfather of the vaccines, who said that they used aborted fetal cells in vaccines, and that was before the mRNA. Now we're getting the evidence that the mRNA shots, we've, we've told you this is what they have in them, but now we're getting, we're getting the evidence out, it's coming out, that what we were telling you is exactly true, and it's very possible that they actually murdered babies to get it. Okay, like that was the intention of it. Uh, this book for the children, uh, no holds barred here. Okay, donation of ten dollars is normally what it is. You can get fifty percent off, and get some of these to pass out to your representatives locally and at the state level. Um, I, I don't even know what you want to do with feds. I just say they're they're a lost cause, but you can handle it at the local and state level and hand these out five bucks a piece. They're thick books. They're about as thick as your finger. Uh, they're made out of high-quality paper, so they're not something flimsy. It's just going to get torn. 
uh, five bucks a piece when you use life as the promo code in the checkout. And uh, again, the, this will be this will have a significant impact on those who are sit- who are trying to either justify the murder of the unborn or they're trying to regulate it. That's your that's your pro-life crowd. Usually they want to they, they say they want to abolish it, but they really want to regulate it because they never go and say, well, wait a minute. Life begins at conception, something that Katani Katanji Brown Jackson couldn't figure out either. And a lot of Republicans can't figure it out either. That's why they have heartbeat heartbeat bills. And that's why they have everything except, look, if you try to murder your baby, it's murder <laughs> at whatever stage. All right. Um, just just the way it is. So quick headlines out of sons of Liberty Again, if you didn't get the show yesterday. um. Bradley joined me, okay, and we talked about America's greatest enemy can also be your greatest ally. And no, it's not communism, Islam, it's not the Democrats, it's not the Republicans, it's God himself, because we're at war with God, because we will not obey his commands. Do you want God to be our ally? Do you want him to be our protector? Do you want him to be all those things that the song was singing about the first? Well, then you need to bow the knee to him. And if you don't bow the knee to him, you are making him your enemy. Remember, the Bible says friendship with the world is what? enmity with God. Okay? You want to be a friend of God or you a friend a friend of the world? Which one are you going to be? SonsOfLibertyMedia.com Federal judge blocks Air Force punishing members who refuse to take experimental COVID shots. By the way, we've got I got some updates from Ben Davis. We had him on, uh, the captain who you know flew the planes and, and all that, and he's refused that. He's in the next stage. Boy, I tell you, the stuff he writes, this guy he he's a preacher to the military there who read what he puts out. And um, as soon as we get the go ahead, we're going to bring Ben back on uh, to talk about what he's dealing with in the National Guard there in Arkansas. Also, SonsLibertyMedia.com, this video evidence of the invasion at our border should be front page news instead of Ukraine. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I'm just going to play a little clip here we just got down to the from this location. one. We're just down at the first one by the dam. And we're back to where the reservation begins and turn around the corner. We turn the you know, corner. People, and this is they're what we they're saw. not scared hundred, that they're breaking the law. Already. We've got more walking down from the reservation. That's where they're crossing. You can see where the wall ends. They've That's got why air conditioning there. vans. The cartels bring them. They've they got uh, buses. They've got this, hotels waiting on these people. This group here, At your expense, men, by the way. Your expense. That came across. This is not theirs, yours. America. And it's only getting worse. Title 42 is going away. This is coming to a city near you. These are all the single males. You got one guy out here, one border patrol guy here. Where are you from? India? All India? From India, coming across the southern border. Colombia? Colombia. Cuba? Cuba? Cuba. Yeah, India, Colombia, Cuba. So Border Patrol, again, we're seeing this where they don't have the resources to deal with it. We had Well, they don't have the resources to deal with it because they're not the ones to, supposed to deal with it. Who does the Constitution say is supposed to repel invasions? It's not an alphabet agency. It is the militia. That's you and me. We don't need permission to do that. Now, look, I'm just going to tell you, a lot of people make the issue out of military age men. I get it. At the same time, I've worked on construction sites. I worked on them for almost two decades. And I saw all kinds of military-age men come in working on those sites. And when I would talk to them, you know what they were doing? They were trying to earn money for their families back home because they left their families back home. I'm not going to say everybody's like that, okay? 
But all of the guys on all of the construction sites I were on, I was on, that's what they're doing. But the fact of the matter is, why institute a law that it is illegal? That means it's unlawful. You're breaking the law to come across the border without following the proper procedure. And I, look, I'm all for freedom of movement and all that. I agree. Okay. But at the same time, when you come across that border, you're to be subjected to the laws of that jurisdiction, right? I mean, the Bible tells us that there are jurisdictions. We don't punish people who do things over there in Mexico or in Canada or in England. We punish people who do things here in the United States. And so that's part of what that is. There's another video where he picked where this guy picks up on the uh, the Mexico side and then another video below that that's showing the release. And I think this is in Brownsville, uh, Texas, where they had a number of uh, of these illegal aliens who came across the border who were released dozens of them and and this was just one little clip and there were allegedly busloads of them that were let go as well out into the population also sonslibertymedia.com why feds intentionally poisoned americans during prohibition did you hear about that probably not and they killed thousands and why you've never heard about it you probably want to check that out and read that at sonslibertymedia.com also, while people were distracted by Will Smith, international elitist met at World Government Summit to talk about how to control us. Isn't that nice? That was pleasantly hidden from the Mockingbird media, too, wasn't it? Hmm? Yep, it was. Then a vicious cycle in blue. This is from John Whitehead. Police violence kills three people a day. You say three people a day. It's not a big deal. Yeah, what other group of people, what other fraternities, uh, what other thugs and gangs do you know? They kill three people a day. Just asking. Just asking. Police couldn't have used a no-knock raid correctly, or they could have used a no-knock raid correctly, and we're pretty much against no-knock raids. But in this situation, it was called in that there was a hostage situation. Instead, they knocked, and when they knocked, they ended up backing off because the guy came to the door, then retreated who, who was being called on. His wife ran out the door. She got sh He shot her. Then his little girl, two years old, is in the house, and the police shoot into the house and kill her. Isn't that nice how that ends? And you go, well, uh, I can't give any kind of... Okay, well, Biden exploits Sacramento shooting to ban guns for Americans while sending billions in guns to Ukraine. Do you see the hypocrisy here? Do you see the hypocrisy of what's going on? The state is the one that gets away with everything. It's the people who bear the brunt of it. It's the people who get the bill for it. And there's got to be a place where we put a stop to it. I think one of the biggest ways is for the states to get together, not to have a convention of states, an Article 5 con-con, not, not for that, is to dissolve D.C. And the states take back their sovereignty and start acting like it. That's what they should do. Uh, in any case, this is Rotten at the Core Wednesday. And with me, as always, is the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning. Um, I just want to make one quick comment sure. about your your store of the article about the police killing three people a day. Look at your family. Look at how many members are there. Three people out of that family, for yep. example, my family be two thirds. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I, I, put I, that I, into context. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to bash the police as far as there are some justified shootings. I've seen some of them. I mean, the and person not, just the per yeah, I, I get it, but the person just didn't give them any any opportunity, uh, you know, right. to do anything otherwise. I get that. I've seen those, and right. outside, and, and, but the majority of them, Lynn, 
that I'm seeing coming out now, mm-hmm. these guys are not trained. It, the first sign of resistance of anything, even if nobody has a weapon, there's no violence or nothing. The first sign is they reach for their weapon to pull it out. And I'm telling you, as a yeah. person who who carries, I never brandish my weapon. I never pull it out. And I've told my boys in carrying there, I said, if you pull that gun, you better be ready to pull the trigger within mm-hmm. a second or two. That's how, yeah. that's how serious, this has to be a last resort. Everything else is you try to talk people down. You try to communicate with them or walk away or whatever the case may be. You try to mm-hmm. live at peace with all men as much as is possible with you, as Paul says in the book of Romans, but you don't, you don't sit here and think you're the bad guy or the, the tough guy on what call of duty or whatever the game is um, that, that you play, that people play and you pull out your weapon just to waste everybody Immediately, you, you just don't do yeah. that kind of thing. But it's a good point right. that you make. Right. Absolutely. Well, it's interesting because the global summit, uh, let's say the global Silicon Valley is having their educratic summit right now. And the only breakout session uh, that is there about gun violence is led by, are you ready? Former U.S. Secretary of Education, Arnie Duncan, because he's now back in Chicago. And, you know, it's really interesting in a very sick manner that you have this global Silicon Valley. And it's all about how big government and big tech can overtake education. But they have this one session, Tim, out of all the others. And then what is its topic? Reducing gun violence. And if you look at our archives, if you look at Arnie Duncan's overreach and Dr. John King, who happens to be there as well, overreach into education and gun violence. That's why we had so much of, of attention drawn to Oh, yes, we have to have behavior management. We have to have social and emotional manipulation to curb all that. So that's where they're going to take this. This is absolutely where they're going to take this. But what I wanted wanted us to focus on today is that just yesterday, the minority subcommittee for the U.S. House uh, Committee on Education and Labor, that would be the Republicans, met to mark up the current reauthorization of the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act. Now, this one is going to be known as H.R., hang on just a second, H.R. 7309. This is the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act of 2022. Now, what does it mean when they mark it up? It literally means they go in with this bill and they make all kinds of changes. Now, the bill is well over 200 pages. Okay, so what I want us to do was to look at this, but we're going to look at it through the context of the other news that this same subcommittee trotted out. And that is they're glorifying the governor of Maryland and his new program to wipe out baccalaureate degrees for a big chunk of the state jobs that are available. And why is the governor being heralded as a champion? And why is Maryland being shown that this is the new way for every state to act? Because Mark Tucker took his cradle to grave system that he honed in Astoria, brought it back to America, used Maryland as the guinea pig state. And now it's all polished and put in a nice, neat little package 
and it's being thrown out as the standard for the rest of the nation to do away with four-year degrees. Well, well, and look, I'm not necessarily a fan of four-year degrees, but yeah, this is definitely an issue. And and you're saying, and, and if I understood correctly in the information mm-hmm. you sent me, they're sort of taking this uh, lead from Silicon Valley of what they're doing, right? Well, Silicon Valley does play into this. So you've okay. got, it, it's kind of like the triangle, okay? You've got Tucker and his his um, Marxist communist whatever plan. You've got uh, the government and then you've got big tech that pulls them together. So the timing of all this, I mean, you want to talk about Smith's being the distraction. We knew it was, but this is some of the stuff that's been going on as well, because if you'll remember Back in 2018, what did uh, Trump do? He and DeVos took a little trip down to Argentina where they signed a a non-binding law, a law, let's see, it was a non-law binding agreement to merge our education and labor here in America, but it was also around the world. And if you look at this global summit, that's exactly what they're doing because they have at least four workshops over the days that they've had this conference, Tim, where it's, I kid you not, the main title, and these are all keynote speeches, pre-K to grade cradle to grave and Mm, it's how you can have that worker be lifelong learning human capitalism come in and this is one of the things that tucker has been a champion of but he took a tiny country and he honed it and we did a show on that and we showed you how if you weren't in school you had to be working and if you weren't doing either then the government was going to clothe you house you feed you and then when you got to be old well there you go yeah then they'll euthanize you that's what the that's yeah. what the plan is well yeah. that's the part of this issue though is already going on this is things mm-hmm. that i'm learning within the law already uh, right. as far as what our money system is based on it's not based on gold mm-hmm. it's based on you and me the full right. faith and credit of the United States is you and me. It's not has nothing to do with real constitutional money. It has to do with us. When Lynn uses that term human capital, that's literally what our money system is based on. Yeah, yeah, that you are worth more as a commodity than you are as a living, breathing, God-fearing person. Now, the what's interesting is that the the blog, and it took me 40 forevers to find this because the, the committee will throw it out there, Tim. Oh, look how great this is. And then they'll bury it so that you can't find it. But it was on their blog. Now, this is not a press release. This was on their blog. And they were telling you why the rest of the nation needs to follow Maryland's lead. So that will be in your resources for today. Then the media in the state of Maryland, oh, my goodness, they were all over this like just hot cakes and sausage. Uh, they were telling you here that uh, the governor is now calling these people who are getting these credentials or the career tech education, the STEM credentials that are replacing diplomas and degrees. They're now going to be called stars because we have to put a nice little name on our indoctrination so that you'll buy it. So that will be in there as well. So for context, I wanted us to look back at the 2019 article that we did on. uh, We did a show on this, but this was the article that I wrote that the show was based on how Tucker's model was being put into place. And there was an image I put in the email 
And it was a nine step system that Tucker has perfected and Maryland is carrying out and watch your state because they're going to want to carry this out too. And this is my version of that nine uh, step system. And if you'll notice, it tells you the number one thing is not the biggest image that you see. It's down there in the middle and it's called wrap around services. So all this social and emotional stuff that we're seeing, all this, oh, do you have enough to eat? The school needs to come in and check on you. And oh, by the way, do you have enough medicine? And oh, by the way, do you have enough school readiness? And oh, by the way, do you have enough doctor services? That's where the wraparound services come in. Then number two, the more people we put in the poverty level, the more people we label at risk, which our government is doing every single day. They just increased the poverty limit across the nation to at least $50,000. Then the more we can label them at risk. If we can label people at risk, especially our students, Tim, what do we get to do? Those wraparound services are there to help and guide you. Number three, develop world-class teaching. That's the third step. So in other words, it's not going to be local or state or even federal. It's going to be global. And we're seeing that happen with the sustainable development goals. Number Lynn, four. Lynn, that, yes. that, that thing that you were just saying there, there that's, that was the language that I heard when cities want to implement certain things at taxpayer expense. For instance, we heard it over here in Charlotte. I remember it years ago. You know, they built how many how many coliseums have they built since uh, the old coliseum that sat on Independence Boulevard, like two or three. And they Mm -hmm. just totally demolished the one that was like really expensive. And then they went down here for Bobcat Johnson and his uh, what are the Mm -hmm. the Hornets, Mm -hmm. the basketball team uh, right there. And they were going to do it. And that was one of the things they were saying. We need to be a world class city. That was that was what they were uh, putting out. We need to be a world class city, world class city. Well. Forgive me. I, I'm a guy who's out here in rural South Carolina. I don't care about being a rural, a world class city. I want to be in an area where people leave me alone. Just, I mean, I don't want the okay. world coming here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just right. don't understand that mentality. I really don't. Right, but it's it's the sales pitch that if you don't, Tim, you're somehow going to miss out, yeah. and we can't miss out because yep. we're all deserving. Okay, so number four global education standards, or lifelong learning. Number five, abundance of high-quality teachers. Uh, Again, what are they groomed in? Okay, number six, we have to redesign all our schools and incentivize our teachers, and that is precisely what this Global Silicon Valley uh, conference is doing, is it's showing you how to redesign all your schools, but not for academic prowess, not for intellectual uh, uh, knowledge, for work force readiness. Okay. Number seven, career tech education and vocational tech education for everyone, no exceptions, which this is what the Estonia model is also doing because it doesn't matter what age you are. As long as you're able-bodied, you got to work for the either the government or the big biz uh, or big tech. Number eight, lead, leaders are to manage everyone and everything So, you know, your representative form of government is not going to be representative. It's going to be appointed. And finally, number nine, govern the school systems with powerful policies. And as we have discussed on our show many, many times, policy is not law. 
So the realities of this plan that Maryland has now trotted out and wants to say, hey, uh, now we have the government say, hey, this is the, the model for every state to follow. Nanny state control families and families using school readiness, which again goes back to not only this WIOA, but it goes back to this global Silicon Valley. It will draw in all school choices and align them with number three, which was world-class lifelong learning. It means that sustainable uh, sustainable development goal number four, which is education for all, is the de facto rule. It means that lifelong learning is a constant treadmill that you cannot escape. And then it also tells you that this will tie into the sustainable development goal number eight, which is decent work for all. And then uh, between the leaders and the, the governing policies, parents will be excluded from the control that is exercised. So, Lynn, Lynn, you're saying yes. when this thing is pulling all of these school choices and, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you guys at the Liberty Bells, you did a, a special on Saturday uh, that yes. was promoted. And I got mm-hmm. some stuff from, from uh, Suzanne. Usually she puts it up like a thing like we can put up uh, right. like an article form. Is that going to be available for people to hear? Because I think that, again, the school choice thing has got to be hammered to people because it, it does. It, it does. They hear one thing, but they're, the meaning behind that is something else. And I, mm-hmm. I hope we can mm-hmm. get that in the hands of people if uh, you guys are going to do that. We are offering that up as if you missed the webinar that okay. we did on Saturday night. Those people who already paid and attended, they, they're going to be getting everything. But let's say you missed it. And you, and you just brought it up. This is the first you've heard of it. And you're going, hey, I need to get this. We are offering the whole bundle for $10 per person. Okay. okay? And that, so, that includes some goodies that you guys got from David oh, and absolutely. Matt, right? Yes, okay. absolutely. It does. So I want us to look at this uh, recent WIOA because it's going to. Can I ask one more thing? Where will people yes. go to get that? Sorry. Okay, you, you, That's okay. You're going to go to commoncoreDiva.com. Click on the donate button. Hit the PayPal image, type in LB42SC and an email so we can send you the bundle. Okay. And <laughs> okay. Thank you. We I have, know I wanted yeah, people to yeah. get that so that they'll be able to do it if they, if they want to. Yeah, do that. absolutely. Because if, yeah, if you want to get, if you want to donate, that's super. But if you want to get the bundle, we've got to have that email. And until we can get a better paywall system, this is the best we can do. Okay. So what I'd like us to do, Tim, is I want us to look at this HR 7309 because people need to understand Okay, yeah, the House just trotted out, hey, how we have to align to this uh, new supposed national model. But what they don't understand is because the Every Student Succeeds Act already embedded WIOA, what happens in this new version is going to mean everything to education. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Uh, A couple of notes before we begin looking at H.R. 73. is that this bill uses every type of classification, including some new terms to define as Tim, to cast a wider net. For example, at-risk, underserved, low-income, and certain groups like the Native Americans, caregivers, adults, and youth. Uh, Formerly known as incarcerated, you will see justice-involved individuals. Now, remember, this is government justice, not God's justice. Uh, You'll see veterans, individuals with barriers. Well, that could be just about anybody and the homeless. 
This also will increase federal to state footprints in the expansion of national control woven throughout, especially the public-private partnerships. And we know that our Congress is stuck on fascism. We know that the global uh, Silicon Valley could care less about uh, a republic. They want total control, which is why they're meeting and having all this all this um, uh, conversation centered around, this is the theme of their conference, Tim, education on the edge. Okay, so for our federal bill, page two gives the secretaries of education and labor the power to orderly transfer any lesser authority of any program connected to education or labor. Now, exactly what that uh, who that is, as far as the lesser authority, they don't spell it out. But because it's blanketly there, it's going to give them open reign. Okay. Page three, the two secretaries will then work up a new education and labor regulations plan, trot it out so the people can put in their two cents on the federal registry. But guess what? They've already made up their mind. Page eight will give you that the necessary skills of reading, writing, and math are only going to need an eighth grade proficiency level of skill. This means that English lang- uh, the English language will be our standard language. Career pathways will immediately follow on page eight. And we've talked about career pathways are that one track system where you're groomed your entire education for one job and one job only. All right, page 13, we'll mention the Higher Education Act. So again, when we're reauthorizing one bill, we're th- uh, one law, we're throwing in a plethora of others, Tim, to cover our backside so that we can say to the taxpayer, oh, yes, we've covered our bases, and this is how we have it all figured out. All right, uh, let's see. Page 13 mentions the Higher Education Act. However, briefly under the displaced caregiver portions before page 13, you will see that youth has now been classified to be officially between 14 and 24, which is part of the target age that the European Youth Guarantee Program, which we've also done many shows on, uh, likes to, to use. And the The logic behind that is if you're not in school, you're working. And what did we say Tucker's model was for Estonia and now Maryland? If you're not in school, you're working. All right. Uh, Page 21, co-enrollment. So this would be dual enrollment that we have a lot of homeschoolers take. Competency, digital literacy for all will be measured by best practices. In other words, artificial intelligence, algorithms, and high stakes testing. Page 23, the Perkins funding, which gives your state the career tech education, which is the adult common core. Lynn, can can we interject something there? When you're talking about, when you're talking about competency is determined by algorithms and stuff, we're already seeing how algorithms are screwing up everything on the social media platforms that, that take out people who aren't even engaged in whatever they're taking you out for, whatever they're saying yeah. they're taking you out for, whatever they're calling you out for fake news or this isn't true, right. whatever. They're doing that. So you're telling me they're going to use that same kind of concept <laughs> to deal with somebody's competency? Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. And if you'll remember, we did a show on breaking down what competency really means. Yeah. Yep. And it does not mean that you're intellectually prepared. Even though that's what it they're means, telling you, that that's what I, it means. I, I understand. Now, page 23 will use the Perkins funding that each state gets for the career tech education, which is the adult common core and pre-apprentices. And this is where 
we see There's Trump's Trump. influence yep. over. Okay, now apprenticeships were supposed to be for those in high school or post-secondary. Pre-apprenticeships backs it down as low as maybe fourth grade. But remember, Arnie Duncan told us by second grade, we're going to know where they're going. So it's it's backtracking on purpose. All right. Yeah. And, one of and, the re- and let's be let's be clear. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry to keep interrupting, but I, I think no, there's no, some no. clear because I, I, I can hear people who come in who have some knowledge of history and they know how things work, at least in this country and in other countries as well. Apprenticeship is good. There's nothing wrong with apprenticeship. The problem is the state controlling that apprenticeship, and that's what Lynn's pointing out. It's not the state's business to determine whether or not you take your son and say, hey, I want you to be, uh, you know, uh, I I think of John Calvin. You know, Calvin wanted to do certain things, but his dad wanted him to be a lawyer. So he submitted to that out of out of reverence Mm -hmm. for God and for his father and submitted to that until later on in life. But the, but the point was, is he was to be an apprentice to someone. We, we've seen that through our history, that people came and they gave themselves free mm-hmm. of charge, as it were, to get the knowledge. They were working. They were giving themselves to gain the knowledge so they could pursue the same field as the person they were learning on. This isn't anything remotely no. like that at all. Mm-mm. No, this is you, you're earning a credential. It also will be the fact that they're getting you to work early because you have to hurry up to learn, to hurry up to earn. It also props up workforce learning, not necessarily academics. And as I have said, and I'll go on the record again, it's not that I'm against apprenticeships, okay? If they're done in the the proper way, they're fine. But when you funnel every single thing through the common core machine lens, it turns it toxic. It turns it into agenda that will use the agenda against your your student. And that could be even you. This is not reserved for K through 12 education. This is from cradle to grave, pre-K to grade, which is why the government is working over this bill. At the same time, the big technocrats are in California looking at how to turn all education into pre-K to grade. So don't miss this. This is all interconnected. Okay. Now, page 25, I want us to look at that because I want folks to see what is on page uh, 25, Tim. So if you would pull that back up. All right. Workforce development activities. All right. Hang on just a second. Let me get to uh, that particular thing, because I want folks to understand why I wanted you to look at page 25. So give me just a second. I did not have that pulled up. My apologies. There's 18. There's 20. 22, 23, 24. Okay. It tells you here. Uh the workforce academic uh, workforce development activities in the workforce development system. It'll tell you where they're going to mark it up, but it also tells you it will amend and strike. Now, this one tells you how the states, this is why I wanted people to see this. This will tell you how the system alignment, don't miss that. That's the subtitle. It says uh, state alignment. So here we have proof that the government is one more time going to take and manipulate our states to do what? Align to this particular agenda. And that is just not constitutional in any sense of the matter. So that's what I wanted people to see. Page 25 was if you doubt any of this, there it is in black and white that they're going to take this federal uh, uh, cradle to grave system and make your state align to it. 
Okay, page 27 shows you that there's a diverse demographic that is essential for every state to align to WIOA. And what are some of the uh, main topics out at the global Silicon Valley? Uh, diverse demographics to bridge the gap of the skill shortage in America, Tim. I kid you not, the same language, both at the government and this big tech conference. Wow. Okay. It's well, they're fascists. They're in, they're in bed I together. Know. That's why. I know. They absolutely, yes, they are, because guess what? Not only is the U.S. Department of Education represented at this global Silicon Valley, but the uh, Department of Health and Human Services, the Federal Trade Commission, and I could go on, but I'm not. Anyway, page 32. This is of the new WIOA guys and gals. It's clear that the states are to place their efforts on the economic status of their territory, not protecting their citizens. So in other words, here we see the fascist system playing out that money is worth more than protecting the citizens. Beginning on page 36, you can see all the other federal education laws or ones related, Tim, that will be codified and amended through this H.R. 7309, which is the new Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act. You have to read this so that you can see that the tone gives you it has to be your community is all in or they lose out. Okay, page 42, collective bargaining is a government business tactic for job aligned training, which will replace your academics at all education levels and through all education institutions, which include online. Page 43, the stackable digital credentialing, which gets everyone on the blockchain. And I have a short video for you to understand why that's a big deal. And this is one of the elite presenters at the Global Silicon Valley called PISTIS.io. They have a short video on why you as a student or a teacher or taxpayer need to support our education system going to the blockchain. All right. I <clears throat> I've gone down to the bottom. I, I couldn't find uh, the specific you thing. Find that you're... It? Well, okay. I'm on I'm on this Pistis Welcome page. Okay, go all the way down. It should be kind of an orangish color. Oh, it's not there. Oh, yeah, it's not there. Okay, it's, I don't know okay, if they removed it or if it's it a different link. How it works. Go to how it works. How it works. Where's that at? Mm -hmm. It should have been up at the top. Oh, okay. All right. And if you can't find it, oh, there, there it is. is. There it is. There it's it not is. the bottom. Right yeah. There. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It was for me. So That's okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Here, here so we go. This, and listen to the chirpy music. All right. Here we go. Yeah, it's the little, some guy with a ukulele. My son would love this. Sounds like they're getting ready to sell you tacos or something. Maybe a little quiche. Yeah. Some dessert to go with that. And if you can't read the words that are on the screen, when you get the archives, you'll be able to see them. Okay, so nobody's talking here. Mm -mm. Oh, no. no okay. No, no. Mm -mm. All right, yeah. For those who are on, I'm sorry, I can't read this fast because they are changing slides pretty quickly. And that's part of the that's part of the thing, Tim. Yep. Yeah. So if you guys want to see, if you guys want to see what's going on, you have to go to sonslibertymedia.com, beforeitsnews.com. DLive.tv at the Sons yeah. of Liberty. Twitch yeah, is sitting I just want to throw those in there for you if you want to see this stuff. 
Yeah, the language is very deceptive because, oh, yes, you're going to have all this privacy. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Except yeah. the government's going to be looking at it, right? And all well, their buddies in, in tech who are going to be selling you products because they want you. To, uh, you know, there's a place here, Lynn, while this is playing, mm-hmm. that reminds me of that. Um, how shall I say this? Um, old movie mm-hmm. <laughs> called They Live. With, if you remember, there was a wrestler called Rowdy Roddy Piper. Roddy, Roddy Piper. He was he was Mid Atlantic Championship Wrestling, and him and another guy were in it. And they had this thing where they put the glasses on, they would see certain things that they weren't seeing with their naked eyes. And it was talking about them consuming, them obeying. They were under a trance. They were by their government. And um, <clears throat> this is the same thing, except they're coming right out and telling you, you're the people of America have been under such a trance. Mm-hmm. That they can come out and tell you right out in the open. Some of the stuff that we're hearing from the World Economic Forum, some of the stuff we're hearing from the Go- uh, Global Su- uh, Government Summit, whatever that was, that uh, World Government Summit, Global Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're so they're so emboldened by that now mm-hmm. that they they don't feel like they have to disguise it, hide it, or anything from the public. Mm-hmm. The public mm-hmm. is so under a a delusion, a hypnosis, whatever you whatever you want to say, they're not thinking that they can just tell you right out, we're coming basically to control every aspect of your life and you're going to be mm-hmm. happy about it and play little, you know, uh, yeah. ukulele music to it uh, to make you feel good about it. I mean, that's what they're so doing. So it won't hurt. Yeah. So it yeah. won't hurt so much. Okay. So back to HR 7309. Okay. So in other words, uh, page 43, we said was going to put everyone on the blockchain. You saw just how smarmy that's supposed to be. Page 46 begins the local provisions, Tim. And in this, you'll see where economics, again, is the goal, not protecting the citizens. Page 49, you'll see regionalization is woven in. And this is going to tie to your sustainable development goals by the UN, as well as throw in your STEM jobs. Now, on pages 54 and 55, This is where, if you want to show that, you can see that technology is going to be inserted by default in an effort to align all the data tracking you could ever want between education and labor. So that student longitudinal data system that we've heard about, you know, and and let's not forget, this was married in the Every Student Succeeds Act, the student longitudinal data system and the workforce data quality initiative is what marries ed and labor because if they can't track your education uh, from to your job they're going to take what kind of career course you've been assigned to and backtrack it to align your education so it's going to be a two-way street of control Leanne, can i ask uh, you a question mm-hmm. about that sure. uh, when we talk about the data tracking you know uh obviously we do sons of liberty media.com and then mm-hmm. i have some sites for my kids that, that they were running as well and in that there's advertising, right, that comes out. Mm-hmm. And that advertising is usually geared towards the particular viewer of whatever article they're coming to see. So mm-hmm. when when you when and some people have asked me, well, why am I getting ads about this, that, and the other? Well, it's based on your viewing history. And one guy accused me uh, of of saying he was watching porn or something. I said, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you can go to a page that might have might be selling a lot of stuff, but it might have lingerie or something. And you're gonna get you might get an ad for lingerie. You might get an ad for specifically what you're looking for. In fact, if most people have paid attention, if you went and 
tried to purchase something or you went to several sites to do it, you'll notice that the ads that come up on a variety of pages track you and they're trying to sell you that very mm -hmm. thing that you bought. Are you, are you telling me that some of this is being used to do some of this stuff with us as well? Not only just sell us product, but somehow manipulate us as, as mm -hmm. well? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And this is why the school choice also uh, factors in because, you know, people go, oh, yes, we need that money. We need that money because, you know, we have to go do this and this for Johnny and Susie. And what they don't understand is that money now has put that bullet on the or that target on the back of your child as the target. And how can the government measure it? through the data, through the algorithm. So it won't matter where you go because, you know, they've got you pegged. And if you think the Department of Education only data tracks public school students, think again. They have data tracking on every type of educational choice at every single age, okay? So let's move on. Page 75. This is a new section, and I wanted you to show the heading for this one, Tim, so folks could see this, because this is where they're going to take investment activities to pull in your public libraries as a one-stop job center. Now, this is not new. This was done in ESSA through uh, embedding the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act. And if you don't think that the two marry, remember, page 17 told us all education had to be aligned to the same post-secondary readiness standards as laid out by what? The Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act. So now, instead of making uh, your workforce stuff happen at your uh, employment center, we're now going to use the public library, which has access to everyone and help it become part of the school system as well. But again, that is part of the global overtaking away of local control and putting it in the government's hand. Page 80 shows you that infrastructure for the one-stop job centers has to be changed because if you're going to rope in your libraries, well, you got to change the infrastructure. And what is infrastructure in this context? Technology, data tracking. All right, page 83. Your state governor will decide the funding, not the voters or the local districts, of where the money will go to fund all this infrastructure change. Now, supposedly, the way this uh, new bill is set up, Tim, uh, the governor is supposed to listen to local and voters, but it's not said that he has he or she has to 100% take all that uh, feedback into consideration before their decision over how money is spent. And remember, this is your taxpayer funded. Page 86, competencies must align with the jobs to receive the funding. So again, this is all for the skill-based uh, uh, monkey training, if you will. Page 94, the youth workforce section passed off as an investment. Again, remember, youth has now been qualified as 14 to 24. Pages 95 through 98, okay, these are very key as well because these will show you more of this circling of the wagons around how your family is treated, okay? Page 103, how diplomas or anything that could be considered as one are now going to be changed. And what did part of the Maryland STAR program trot out, Tim? changing the fact that you don't necessarily need a degree, but you got that credential 
And oh boy, you can do great things with it. Well, let's okay. Let, let me interject just something here. I know we're short on time, sure. but but sure. honestly, today, what is a diploma, and what does it mean? Because it's worthless, huh? It's worthless. Well, it is worthless. I mean, it used to it used to signify? Look, you have gone through all the skills in order to be a good citizen in society. Now, I I understand that sort of government's way of doing things. That's not the biblical way. But it used to have a thing of you were trained. You were trained in math. You were trained. You had history. You had English. You knew how to read and write. You You had the basic skills to do whatever you wanted to do in life, whatever God led you to do. Uh, to glorify mm-hmm. him, whether if, if that was, look, if you didn't want to go into business world and you wanted to you know put in septic tanks or you wanted to dig ditches or you want to build houses mm-hmm. or whatever you want or you want to become an attorney, whatever you could do that because you had the basic skills to do anything that you wanted mm-hmm. to do that you set your mind to do. Now, things have been so whittled down. We've got such stupid people that are being turned up because they've not been educated. I don't, I don't I'm mm-hmm. not saying stupid as in to demoralize them or or put people down. They don't know any better. This is the way they've been brought up. But the fact of the matter is we have been dumbed down as Charlotte Isserby had had poignantly said, we've been Mm -hmm. dumbed down. And Mr. Wordsworth was saying, you know, here's Reagan facing the phallus, the obelisk or whatever. Um, You know, he's the guy who started that. And we did our show with Charlotte on that, that he was the one who started it. People can try to excuse him all they want to. And so he was a good guy. Well, if he was a good guy, he wouldn't have been doing that. Oh, he might have had his family threatened. Well, wait a minute. Let me just address this. And we'll carry over if we got to carry over a couple. Yeah, we do need to. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me address this right quick. Because I've heard this about Donald Trump from some people, too. Mm -hmm. And you say, well, Tim, put yourself in that position. I'm trying to put myself in that position. If I am in a position as president of the United States, I I have told the people I will protect their rights by upholding the Constitution and not doing other things that that violate their rights. Mm -hmm. I have a sacred duty before God and before those people to do that. And if you you say, well, they probably took him in there and said they were going to they were threatening his family. Okay. Then I shouldn't have put myself in that position to take that oath if I'm not willing to trust God to protect me to do what is right before him as the minister of God, Romans 13, 1 to 5. Then you shouldn't be in that position. This is the point of when you put people in office who don't have good moral character, who have already shown you for decades that they're degenerates and reprobates. Okay. They've already shown you that. If you stick them in and you say, what's the lesser of two evil, then you, my friend, in this country, because the people are the sovereigns, so to speak, you and I are the ones responsible for all the mayhem and destruction that comes from it. Uh, We're about to close out the show here. we got about 20 seconds, and we'll catch Lynn on the other side. Lynn, tell people where they can find more about you. Okay, CommonCoreDiva.com, and if you want the school choice is a lie bundle, get the donate uh, button. LB42SC and an email and we'll get it to you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lynn. As always, guys, you Thank can you. catch us on the rest of this interview if you want. Sons of Liberty Media.com, before it's news.com, DLive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, Twitch at Setting Brush Fires. Roku's off, going to be off the air, but uh, we appreciate you. We're going to be back tomorrow. And then Friday, we got, oh, we got a good one on Rome. If you're a Roman Catholic, you want to tune in. All right. 
I, I say that uh, in all, I, I know there's some Roman Catholics who listen. I know there's some Roman Catholics who are genuine believers. Look, our Reformed forefathers were Roman Catholics. They were trying to reform the church. And then when they found out how just utterly apostatized the Roman Catholic church was, they said, we can't do this. They had to become separatists. So um, I, I, it's not, I'm not attacking the people. I'm attacking the doctrine and the system. Okay. So I want you, people to understand, just like I do with Islam, I don't attack individual Muslims unless those guys are just devils, all right? And some of them are. Uh, but I attack the system, the theology, because the Bible says the, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God of tearing down the strongholds. And, and the strongholds are in our minds. They're things that uh, are doctrines of demons that have been put out that are seek to captivating us. And so that's what we're wanting to do. And Lynn, you know, you're pointing out doctrines of demons here. Demons mm-hmm. want to control the people. They're behind a lot of this political structure because it's certainly not God who wants to control every aspect of your life, cradle to grave in such a fashion. Now, I, I'm one who believes in God's decrees, uh, that he has decreed all things, and that he is watching over history to see that they, they happen according to how he has decreed them uh, because he has a good purpose in that. But this stuff right here is not about that mm-hmm. at all. This is driven, it seems like, by what the Bible says is filthy lucre, the desire for money uh, well, and, yeah. and the love of money, not money. Mon- there's nothing wrong with money. It's an inten- it's, you know, it's a, it's a tangible object, but there's nothing wrong with money. The problem is men's hearts lusting after money. It's, it's the love of money right. that drives all right. this. Stuff. And when you, and when you have a government that is supposed to, uh, that has, was created to protect those God given rights and they have sacrificed that for economic gain to be globally competitive, you have a lot of problem. Now, last, uh, a couple of things that we did not get to cover on HR 7309. And these will be things that will be in the archives for you. Uh, page 106. How summer and year-round youth workforce readiness programs will be instituted. Again, this is not new stuff. This is just continuing it. Page 115, how the adult and displaced people will be roped into this. Uh, Page 143, your general populate workforce investment section begins. So in other words, if we didn't have a, a distinct phrase for your uh, subgroup of the population, we're going to get it through general. All right, page 144, the job course, which will embed campuses and mentors, or in other words, counselors who will do nothing but steer you to a career track. Page 166, the national programs. Now, this is supposed to be a labor and job law, law, but if you look at the scope of the national programs, this is what you really should try to see that, okay, this is not about state sovereignty. This is not about local parental control. This is about my government now coming in and saying, you know, pardon me, screw you. We don't need you. We're here. We're in charge. It's what we say. All right. This section will target the Native Americans, the migrant workers. It will mean a lot of overreaching into the technical assistance or, in other words, the data mining, the infrastructure, because you have to have the Internet to be able to track people. It will also have a separate child care and youth investment portion, too. So you need to look for that. Page 181 begins how the cradle-to-grave worker bee system will use your community colleges to increase WIOA's grasp, especially through the public-private partnerships. Again, not new because this is one of the ways I've been telling everyone 
everyone, no matter where you're coming from, community college in this Common Core Machine system views the community college as Camelot because it is the, the, the best place to reach anyone from any educational background at any age to pull them into the system. And this is one of the reasons why I've been a staunch opponent of dual enrollment, especially for homeschoolers, because this is what you're throwing your child into. Okay. Okay. And then look at pages 196 and 197 when you get the link to the bill. Okay. Now, as far as the money goes, very briefly, and this will all be in the archives for you. Youth Build, remember, 14 to 24 starts. This is the starting bargain basement price, Tim. $1,026,450,000. Wow. The, Yep. The now this is just for fiscal year 2023. It goes up after that. Now, okay? let me let me ask you something. Okay, so you're a homeschool yeah. you're a homeschool mom, right? Um, yeah, I'm a homeschool dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You had three girls. We have ten mm-hmm. ten gr- ten kids. So six girls, mm-hmm. four boys. God had a sense of humor. Listen, he yeah. he does. He has a sense of humor about teaching us men about how we behaved as young men by giving us daughters. It's uh, really, it's 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 a very sobering sense of humor. Let me put it that way. Okay. One point something billion dollars. How many homeschoolers could teach their kids for that? I mean, we're talking with one point something billion. I'm thinking several million homeschoolers could do that because even though we pay taxes to fund, and, and you're in North Carolina, I'm in South Carolina, mm-hmm. both of them have mm-hmm. put forth the education lottery. Oh, this is going to save the people so much money. Yeah. Bull crap. Let me just say yeah. it that way. That, yeah. That, because as soon as they did it in South Carolina, what happened to our property taxes? They went up. Mm-hmm. They went up. And, and property taxes are immoral. Let me just say that right out. Because if it is yours, nobody has the right to be demanding that you pay them money, these uh, these uh, extortionists at the city and the county councils. That's what they are. They're criminals wanting mm-hmm. to take money from you. And if you don't pay it, by God, we're going to put you in jail. We're going to take your property. And we're going to sell it to somebody else. And we're going to get ours. It doesn't matter if it's $8.38 from an 83-year-old veteran somewhere. We're going to get ours. Yeah. And he's going to be without a house. You're talking about unjust. You're talking about unequitable. Mm-hmm. You're talking about lawless. This is what we have allowed here. And the people, listen, the people of America have not come to the aid of their neighbors. They don't love their neighbors. Right. This can happen in your community and the sheriff can come out with the IRS to sell off your neighbor's property because they owe some kind of property tax. I'm telling you, the militia needs to be restored. And I know this isn't about this is education, you're rotten the core Wednesday. But this has a part to it because the people mm-hmm. haven't been taught Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15, that the militia is the one to uphold the laws of the, you know, the laws that are established. And if the people won't do that in their own community, Lynn, we're lost. I mean, we mm-hmm. are really lost. This is why it is a passion of mine. I want to see that militia created in the county I live in. I want to see that grand jury because I'm tired of the people and I'm tired of complaining about it too. Don't get me wrong. I'm tired of giving the news about these guys putting out bills like this one here, 265 pages out of Maryland. This is just Maryland, 265. Mm -hmm. And they use 265 pages. You say, why is it so long? If you will do a little digging into the law, into the languages used, you'll find out why. 
They're using the legal language to try to cover every single base they can. Look, this is what Satan does. Go read the temptation of Christ in Matthew chapter 4. And when he puts it up, each time he's attacking him in a different area, and he's using language that sounds like it's lawful. See, this is where people go, oh, well, Satan held up you know, the kingdoms of the world and said, I'll give it to you. Well, wait a minute. Word that Jesus never acknowledges that Satan owns the kingdoms of the world. He never acknowledges that. He just says, you're not supposed to worship anybody but the Lord your God. Get, get out of here, man. What are you doing? And, and it's always a correction of what's left out or something that's put in that doesn't need to be there. And I think this is where the people of God, we have got to start being bold as lions. The, the Christian church in America has been timid. It has been cowardly. It has been apostate. It has been compromising instead of saying, you know what? I love you. I, I, I love these people that I'm, I'm that, that I've been friends with, but you know what? I, I have to love God more. His truth stands above whatever you say or you say or you teach me or whatever the case may be. His truth is there. And in this ed- issue of education, I had this the other day. Somebody asked me about um, – actually, it was our guest we're going to have on Friday. I'm just going to give this a quick plug. John Cerucci. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. You can uh, you can find him uh, at – I believe it's johnnycerucci.com. I believe that's his his email or his uh, website. And I talk with him, and we're going to have him on on Friday to talk about Rome and its influence over all the world, especially uh, in America. But Rome, you know, our our Reformed forefathers said that Rome was the Antichrist. It was the man of perdition. It was uh, all of this. You can read the confessions to see that. And people have lost sight of that to think that Rome is somehow our friend. Now, Again, I make distinction between individuals that I talk to and the actual Roman system. But this this aligns perfectly with what Rome wants to do because they want to control every aspect of man because they claim they are the vicar of Christ. They are the they are the antichrist. They're in place of Christ uh, towards all men. And so whatever they say must go. They must enforce these kinds of things. And I think people need to be aware of that, Lynn. Sorry, I, I got on a little well, rant there, but that's that's kind of where where I see this kind of stuff going. Right. Well, let's let let me uh, say two things. Okay. First of all, we should not try to suggest oh over a billion uh, that the federal government wants to to dole out for youth building, then say oh yes, look at what the homeschoolers could do with it. Because remember, they've also got the Open Schools Act where they're going to dangle. at at every family for supposed school choice and then tell you how to use it. So we need to be very careful. Yes, if we had access to that money, uh, we could do a lot of other things other than align our children to cradle to grave uh, garbage. Uh, Also, this is a federal bill using uh, all kinds of indoctrination. They're just using Maryland as the puppet. Okay. So I just wanted to make those two clarifications. Okay. So you have a youth bill that's going to start over a billion. The youth summer year round uh, programming will start again. This is the bargain based price, Tim, $6,650,000. 
For your adults, 1,555,600,000 dislocated, displaced uh, populations, 2,486,300,000 job corps, 1,809,857,925, your Native Americans, 159,500,000, and community college partnerships for fascism, $100 million. In the archives, you're going to be able to find the Mark Tucker uh, article that I did. You'll be able to see uh, an article where adult education now will be in your charter schools uh, because we know charter schools are the kingpin to privatizing education across America. You'll have the working class and increasing taxation, uh, how it will have its impact on us. You will have the competency-based word games that are being played uh, with us. You'll see the current schedule for this global Silicon Valley. So you can just, you know, really be sickened to death at what they're wanting to do. But then you can also use that to fight what is coming your way. But it will tie to how Maryland is the new model for what education should be. Then you'll see that um, George W. Bush and his agenda for workforce readiness will be popping up through all this as well. You'll also be able to see how Germany is using soccer to take uh, the psychology to align the community for educational, educratic purposes. We're seeing that played out here in America through our uh National Football League, our uh, college level sports and things like that. We also know that because Arizona State is tied in with this global Silicon Valley that we've seen Arizona State misuse the Super Bowl as well to do nothing but prop up UN, STEM and social and emotional garbage. And then finally, since Congress wants to redefine youth to be 14 to 24, it should not be long before the ages of our children are also going to probably be redefined. Much of the UN's Sustainable Development Goal agenda, Tim, is a barely educated workforce. So think about how child labor was once outlawed. Moves like this will probably bring it back. And then I leave you with a short video that I was uh, given by a, a fellow warrior on how Children are being used right now in South Africa and other poor, desperately poor countries to make products for greedy consumers. Okay, you're talking about a video. I don't know which Mm -hmm. video I'm looking for. No, no, it's down. It'll be in the archives. It'll be in the archives. Yeah, yeah, because I know that we're running over. So, yeah, I just wanted folks to know that's what's going to be in the archives for you. So, you know, think about this. The the present every student succeeds at and how it pulled in the former WIOA didn't say, well, you have to be 14 to 24, but if they're going to define youth as that, what's going to stop them to, to redefine what ages children are considered to be children and how soon are we going to have them hurry up to learn so that they can hurry up and earn? That was my point. Sure. Yeah. No, I thank you for clarifying that. I, I want to make sure. And yeah. we'll have that in the archives as well yeah. later this yeah. morning at sonsofcelebritymedia.com. You know, Lynn, Mm-hmm. I, I want to end because everything you're saying, I can hear some people going, well, gosh, it's just so overwhelming. You know, the beast has grown. We fed it. We continue to feed it. And by the way, I'm just going to toss this out. I'm not going to give you any teaching on it. Go to tax, uh, taxhonestyprimer.com. Uh, mm-hmm. David Zuniga, that, he told me that's how you pronounce it. I know it okay. looks like Zuniga, or it looks like... yeah. Uh, 
Zuniga, but uh, it's Zuniga. Uh, okay. David told me um, he put that out to help people because he had faced this kind of stuff from the IRS. And most people don't even understand in the United States, they don't owe income tax. Mm-hmm. Check that out. That will help you keep feeding the beast, okay? Because you are part of it, whether you like it or not. You're in that system because they made you a part of the system. Before you were born, they were doing that, okay? But what I want to do is I want to leave people a little bit of hope here. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is what? Is he slack? Is he impotent? No. He is faithful. He's faithful. So when we come to issues like what we talk about today, and I tell you, teach and train your children diligently, as as the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 6. You know, this is one thing that gets on my nerves. And I talk with Mr. Wordsworth. He's in uh, the chat. Uh, But I also talk with Johnny, who's going to be our guest on, on Friday, Lord willing. Everybody's looking for Mark of the Beast, Antichrist. They're not looking for Christ. They're looking to do, they're looking in the dark side. And I think I've said this on the show before. I should play it one time. Uh, but Petra, it was just a Christian rock band. They had an album mm-hmm. out years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I forget the thing, I forget the name of the album. But anyway, I, this is, this I is can one see of the. It, <laughs> yeah, it had the, it looked like an X Wing fighter or something on there. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they had this thing on, they had this, uh, this album and it was vinyl. Some of you guys will remember the vinyl records, right? And I had a turntable. I got it when I, a turntable when I was like, I don't know, eight or nine, 10 years old. Anyway, I played it backwards because there was a song called Judas Kiss. Okay. That was the name of it. If you guys want to listen to it and listen to what you probably will hear the first part of it goes, I didn't mean, you know, and that's what it sounded like. It was backwards. So I took and played that thing backwards. You know what it said? What are you looking? It scared me half to death as a kid. It really did. I was in my room by myself. Yeah. It was late at night. What are you looking for the devil for when you ought to be looking for the Lord? That's what it said. And, um, I see this with people that they fall in this trap of looking for Antichrist, looking for the mark of the beast. They're paranoid about all this stuff. And yet the Bible says, hold fast. And when they're looking at the mark of the beast, I want them to go to the the scriptures, Revelation 13. They get it in their right hand or in their forehead. Now, nobody I know is getting a shot, a a COVID experimental shot in their forehead. They're not getting in their right hand, which is their forearm or to their hand. It's not the upper arm. Okay, it's not. People, read Deuteronomy 6 again and understand why Lynn and I encourage you to teach your own children. Teach them diligently the things of God, the commandments of God that are in your heart. If they're not in your heart, you're not going to teach them to your kids. But if they're in your heart, you're to diligently teach them to your kids. Why? To protect them for the very things that Lynn's talking about here. They'll see it. They'll grow up seeing it because they understand that God has something different than man. And that God, the blessings of following and obeying God are greater than following the uh, announcements of men, the, the temptations of men, which, are, which Satan is behind in the first place anyway. Uh, there's another thing too. 
Deuteronomy 10, verse 20, you shall fear the Lord your God, you shall serve him and cling to him. What do you think about when you think about clinging? Clinging. Well, I think of where the, 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 the man and the woman are to leave father and mother. They're to cling to one another, aren't they? It's just you and me, babe. And, and the issue is that we should be, it's just you and me, God. It, it, I, I can't trust anybody, no matter how much of a friend I consider them. I can always trust God because God, let God be true and every man a liar, right? So we, we know that God is faithful. We know that he is true. And I'm not trying to pitch off on friendships. But what I'm saying is the one who sticks closer, the friend who sticks closer to us than a brother is God himself. And if we can't depend upon him, we can depend upon nobody. And uh, the things that Lynn has pointed out here, you can see what they're trying to do. They're trying to to gain their own accolades. They're trying to gain their own uh, investments, their their own um, build up their own coffers, build up their own ego, their own fame, and this, that, and the other. And they don't care about you or your kids. This is why I encourage people, look, you may not like Christianity, but you know what? I've seen a lot of people in the homeschool movement who will at least acknowledge me teaching my kids are is better, way better than teaching coming from state or gov- or federal government. It's just way better. And even these people who might not be Christian, and I'm not endorsing that. What I'm saying is they ha- they're made in the image of God. There are going to be things that come out of them that's part of the image of God to their kids that will at least be somewhat beneficial to their kids rather than this godless kind of indoctrination that's coming out from here. Lynn, I'm going to give you the last word. I just wanted to, some of these things are floating around in my mind as to, you know, we're to fear God and we're, and because we fear God, we're to teach our kids. We're to, we're to not just in some classroom setting, but as we live, as we speak, when we, when we uh, advise them on things, when they're asking questions and things of that nature, we're to be the ones who who are to be directing them in that. Right. Absolutely. Well, let's remember that, you know, God made us families. He gave us families as a blessing and it is our duty to take care of them. And one of the reasons why we take so much time to point to all this garbage for you is so that you know how you can help protect your family. Because if you don't know what is coming at you, how can you be prepared to protect? You can't. How would you know that the Global Silicon Valley Conference is going on and that their main goal is to ruin education as we know it? But we know that's been the the mantra for years. How would you know that the government is is doing what they're doing at a federal level for a workforce-based case system? You won't. You have to be able to take the time to look at what is coming so that you can best know how to protect your family. So yes, some of the places we hang out are awful. Some of the places that we hang out in getting you this information are just pure evil. But if we don't take the opportunity to be the people who bring you this stuff to help protect your family. We're not doing the job that we're called to do because each of us has a job to do. So take this information, digest it at your leisure, but don't take too long because we don't have long before they will 
take the one part of this that we've not really brought up, and that is to use what's going on to be an intruder in your home. That's exactly right. Be that guard post. Be that guard post. Okay? Remember, the blood of the lamb was put on the doorstops. It was put on the panels. It was put everywhere to protect. That's right. So we have to we have to take this kind of same attitude to be that purpose in protecting our families because otherwise they're going to be ripped apart. That's and right. with that, find us at Sons of Liberty, find us at Common Core Diva, Liberty Bells. We'll be talking about international school boards tomorrow and following up with not only this, but with our Saturday night special. And uh, we will see you next time. All right. Lynn, we appreciate you very much. Every week, mm-hmm. every Wednesday, Lynn is faithful to come in here. You know, the, let me plug this because Lynn just says, you know, I got a donate pay- page and this, that, and the other. Um, the Bible says that work, the workman is worthy of their wages. And Paul points back to the ox. You don't muzzle the ox. In other words, when the ox has done its work, you feed it. You take care of it, right? So that it continues to to work for you. And Lynn, I don't want to compare her to an ox by, by any means because Paul says, God's not, is God concerned with oxes? No, that's not what he's saying. But Lynn comes in week after week after digging in this mud. Okay, that's what these these bills are. Digging in this mud. Um, you know, sometimes she'll send me messages and say how discouraging it is to to see it or how just, you know, uh almost to the point of you know, some of the messages I get almost to the point of demoralizing it. You have to go back to the word. You have to be encouraged by God in that. And if you want to support her, I would encourage you to do so. Uh, Lynn does this. She doesn't get paid to do it. She doesn't get paid to come on the show. I wish we could pay her to do that. Um, but she doesn't get paid to come on the show. She doesn't get paid to set up things like Saturday night when we were on with her and Suzanne and, and the guys from, uh, tactical civics and such, but she does it of herself and she wants to help people understand. She doesn't even have children at home anymore. So she's not home educating anymore. She's that's in her past. She, that's, that's what she's learned from. And I think of Stuffy over on Rumble. He says, you know, I spent $1,000. He's got one kid to home educate him. God bless your efforts, brother, because I, I can I can equate with that. Mine was about $1,000, $1,200 that we were spending in books every year. Uh, and I know we can go to the library and this, that, and the other. Some of the things we couldn't get there that we want to use, it's just the way it is. And we're paying for everybody in the county we're in to edu- to indoctrinate their kids at the local prison system. That's what it looks like, uh, or prison systems. There are several of them going up here in South Carolina. We're doing those things, too. So there's a cost to be evaluated. And Jesus said, you need to evaluate the cost. Does a man go in and he, he build a building and he hasn't evaluated the cost? Because when he starts, he might get the foundation, maybe an ed- part of an edifice up, and then he has to quit because he, he hasn't counted the cost. Have you counted the cost of following Christ? See, because it it goes in a lot of different directions. It means losing yourself in order that Christ may be glorified and others might be benefited as a result of you losing your life for that. I can tell you, um, day in and day out, this guy right here, I'm just like the rest of you. I'm dependent upon the Lord. I don't have riches untold. I don't have a rich uncle. I, I got a rich aunt somewhere but uh, out in California, but I doubt that I'm going to get left anything. But the, but the point is, is this. We're dependent upon God for what we do. We need to be faithful in what we do and glorify God in the midst of that. You guys have a great day. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. 
and we'll be back with you in the morning. Lord willing. I don't know what we're going to talk about in the morning. Uh, we may pick up this book here just as an introduction for our guest. Uh, a Woman Rides the Beast. Now, this is an interesting book because Dave Hunt was a... It's really interesting. I was reading some portions last night. Just so you know, I actually met Dave Hunt. He, he wrote me some... 1994. Uh, he signed my book when I bought it. And down, I think it was down here at Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They had a, a conference down there. David Hunt attacked the Reformed faith, but he upheld uh, the the Reformed uh, confessions that acknowledged that Rome was, uh, you know, the man of sin. Second, uh, Second Thessalonians chapter two. He, he was the one who was opposed to God; that God was going to destroy the brightness of His coming. And all. it was this weird thing for Dave, and I actually like Dave. But we may cover some of that. I don't know. Uh, if I if I do go that route, you're going to hear some stuff you haven't heard anywhere else. You're, you're going to hear it. Of course, Mr. Wordsworth has. <laughs> uh, in any case, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow at 6 a.m. bright and early. Lord willing. Uh, until then, see you.